Hi, Mar. Welcome <laughs> to my podcast. It is so <clears throat> fun to have you as my first <clears throat> guest because, you know, we we met in Rail ABC and then we continued with our education in cartography and we've gotten to know each other quite a bit along the way. So it feels really comfortable to sort of start off with you because we're friends <laughs> and it's always fun to have conversations with friends, especially friends who are into human design, right? Because that's what we're all looking for. Uh, you know, when you get into design and, you know, you have your shatterings and you kind of understand like, oh, you've been living your life a certain way from the mind. And a lot of your relationships are also initiated from the mind. And so as you come into yourself more and more, you don't really resonate with that many people around you. You know, that's the first thing that happens. It, it all starts, starts to fall apart. And then slowly, when you stick with it, new people sort of just start to come in, right? And those people are way more aligned for you. And those people are sometimes even interested in the same things as you, especially like human design world is so small, right? All of us kind of get connected really quickly because we don't have that many people around us that are interested in this. So it's really lovely to have a friend uh, in you and someone who I can like just go discussing human design endlessly with and especially because we're both mental projectors right we can talk a lot <laughs> and you know we have minds that can really really have long conversations so it's so nice to have you welcome um, I just wanted to begin with and you know what like feel free to interrupt me because you know I can <laughs> you know me I can go on and on and on and on so if you have something to say and it's the right moment like you know just just speak but I kind of wanted to begin with like how you got into human design and maybe even before that can you just tell us a little bit about your design um any details that you want to share and then a little bit about how you got into it and what was your initial reaction and what happened sort of from there. Thanks, Pranya. That was such a sweet introduction. And uh, I'm so honored to be invited and to be your first guest. <laughs> ah, this is so cool. <laughs> um, well, my name is Maud. Uh, I'm a 2-4 mental projector um, with only 4323, uh, that channel. I have it three times <laughs> in my design, <laughs> so it's loud <laughs> like that. And um, yeah, it's a very individual um I have desire, motivation, possibility view, touch, cognition, cold thirst. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> well, bef before I bumped into human design, <clears throat> I was um, an electrician. 
and I was really into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I still am, but I was competing a lot. <laughs> so I was really exhausted <laughs> because I was working so many hours and also training a lot. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, it was a really rough year. Uh, I got into human design in 2020, so not so long ago. Uh, but it was a really rough year at the building side with a lot of fear and anxiety. And I was constantly trying to figure out something, you know, like <laughs> if you see my design, you're going to laugh because I have gate four in my personality. Son, so I'm like always looking for answers like the questions aren't even important. I have a four four point two. So it's very like self-absorbed in the in the answers. Um, but uh, and also 61 four times so it's it's very like ah, I want to know <laughs> I want to know um so I was like listening to things and, and like really into the mental coaching thing like really like oh my god my mind is so powerful somehow like I can totally change my mind with my mind <laughs> So I was really like listening to all of these things and like I, some things resonated, some things didn't, but I was still like trying to figure it out, doing a lot of these like rituals and, you know, just piling it on, listening to one podcast episode after the next <laughs> with things to do to improve my life because obviously something wasn't working and I was really tired and bitter as fuck. <laughs> like, oh, um. <clears throat> I was always like wondering what what am I doing wrong like why is this so hard and my answer before human design was like oh it's because I have ADHD but it's not the hyperactive type I'm the like lazy <laughs> lazy tired type that doesn't you know focus and is just too tired to do anything so I was like really struggling with life doing everything sleeping too little and like trying to keep up with you know even washing my clothes <laughs> it was really tough <laughs> and then one day at the building site I was listening to another podcast episode from a like a podcast that I really liked about women's health and I invited uh, someone in in Norway who does uh, human design and they talked about uh, human design and I was like what is this <laughs> and uh I was really like shocked <laughs> like the system kind of does for people like I was really shocked to hear it because it felt so true like I was a bit like oh because I didn't think we were that different <laughs> like even though I have this individual channel I, I'm really weird <laughs> but like I thought that you know I'm just doing something wrong with my food or something or with my sleeping pattern or my, like there's just something wrong that I'm doing uh that does so that I cannot like train as hard as other people or work as hard as other people like all of these things but then I was like okay I, I guess I'm a manifesting generator I'll go and check because <laughs> I was like I'm doing so many things like I'm volunteering I'm like an activist I do this union stuff I'm an electrician I I train I do competitions with you know like look at my medals you know like it's it's like 
Oh my gosh. Um, I was like so shocked <laughs> when I was like, yeah, projectors are guides. I was like, I don't even know how to guide. Like what even is like, I, I was really like kind of scared too because I was like, um, a guide? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. And then I, it started to like slowly sink in like how I would always like be so interested in helping other people out at the building site always like helping them find stuff or figuring out how to do the job and like I'd always use so much of my time that I ended up being really pissed that people came and contacted me all the time like just leave me alone I just want to do my job <laughs> like I just want to build okay <laughs> like don't ask me <laughs> questions um so um yeah I mean from there on uh it was a quite big shattering that I had in store um I wasn't really doing well I you know I I typed in the things in in my body graph where you get the list of your not self themes <laughs> the best <laughs> the list you have seven open centers I don't ask many like one after another it's just like whoops <laughs> is there even a self in here it's not self <laughs> and then my mind stepped in oh perfect now I can fix this <laughs> I don't have to struggle with like I'll just let everything go now now I know I don't have to hold on to things and like okay like <laughs> I totally thought that that day this is gonna be easy now I know <laughs> this is <so> true <laughs> I acted <laughs> things we tell ourselves when we first get into human design is ridiculous you know what because like when you and I had kind of a similar experience so I was still so what I was doing when I found out about human design was I, I also found out about it in 2020 as well and it was actually like it was floating around like I, I'd seen the name kind of float around a bit but then at that point of time, I was kind of working as a life coach and just already, you know, wow. doing the guide thing uh, without like, and again, having all of these different systems. So I went on to do like yoga teacher training and, you know, I became like an official health and wellness coach and I, I did all of that. So I had some like systems kind of in place. And again, like my own spiritual inclination and my own experiential learning and all of that stuff. So I, I was using all of that to kind of coach uh, my clients. And then this one client of mine who I now know is an emotional projector, but she came to me and she's like, you know what, there's this thing called human design and it's really complex and I can't really seem to grasp it, but I know that you will get it. So can you learn and teach me? Now that's a specific invitation, right? Yes. And me being the like a true second line, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I look into it, but I, I didn't, you know, because I'm like, I really want to. I don't know if I want to, you know, because because us hermits, like, we don't really want to be called out for things till till we feel like 
you know, there's a knock on the door like several times or it's really our calling or it's really our thing because like we just want to be busy doing what we love. And I was already kind of exploring a lot of different things like Reiki and like, I was doing the whole, the whole thing, you know, the I, I went spiritual shopping and I picked up so many things and so many different systems and all of that. And so she brings this invitation in and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next week when we have our, our session, she brings it up again and she's like, did you look into it? And I was like, okay, fine. Now I am going to look into it. And I never stopped. You know, that was the day that I picked it up. And I think I was sort of like in a trance for like the next few days where, you, you know, like the same thing, like what you're talking about is just consuming information and we have a mind that can take in a lot right as mental projectors we have a capacity to really take a lot of information in and just keep going and going and going with the mind um and for you the process is slightly different you know you you don't know till you know and for me it's like I don't understand understand till I understand you know and and that's that's a process that I need to go through and so I just went on YouTube and Google and found everything that I could and listened to everyone and then found people on Instagram and hashtags and the and then landed up on on Teo, right? And and he was he it said in his his bio, uh, yeah, mental projector, two four mental projector. And I was like, that's me. So I now have to. I now have to make sure that I get in touch with this person and I learn everything that there is to learn about this. And he was actually Jess um, and Teo were actually my first teachers. I did like a reader training with them. And then, you know, I proceeded to go like the traditional route. And that that's a whole story in itself. But that's how I, I sort of got into I don't know why, why I even started talking about this. Where was I going with this? <laughs> we talked about um, getting into human design in the beginning and just you know how the information gets us and hooks us in almost like it's so fascinating to read yeah oh, people are going to watch what like a real mental projectors process is because you know what's happening right now is kind of how we operate and work right we keep talking and going in circles and like going from one tangent to another tangent and like exploring all of these different things and at some point like a clarity just lands right or we hit the bullseye or you know whatever needs outer authority needs to come out and it's there and it pierces the other right so it's it's interesting that other people are going to get to watch this and I am also three parts right and Mar has a right brain, right? Yes, and peripheral view. And peripheral, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, we have that element as well where, you know, there's no focus. So anybody who's watching this, <laughs> watching. Just enjoy. Yeah. Just Come a, with us. Just a clusterfuck, you know, that's what I like <laughs> well, where a lot is happening and you know you just got to find the gems on your own if there are any (laughs) but yeah I was saying that 
when I first then started learning about human design, my mind, just like yours, stepped in and said that I'm going to do everything that it takes to understand all of this and then everything will be good. You know, <laughs> then I will not have and and mind you, like I'd already worked on myself a lot, like all, a lot of the deconditioning that has spoke that is spoken about in human design. A lot of that stuff I was already kind of doing in my own way for at least five years now. Um, you know, of course, like I didn't think my mind was the culprit. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but I was healing the body. You know, <laughs> I was making space for the body to even be receptive to something like human design because I don't think that I could have done that uh, like if human design came into my life like five, six years ago, I don't, I I was in, in such a bad place in my life and my nervous system was such a wreck and I was exhausted in every way, just like you were mentioning that I wouldn't even have been receptive to it because my body couldn't even couldn't even hold it like I really needed to go down the path that I did to come here because when I landed in human design I was like ripe for it you know what I mean like I came in and it just it just stuck so quickly and things started shifting for me really quickly and I don't know if that's that's your experience as well like yeah well I I've had this like inside some time ago where I was like you know human design has actually been here for as long as like even longer than I've been on this planet you know like it could have reached me already like it's some you know I just don't think that it would have reached me any earlier or later like it's just perfect timing even though for me it ended up in massive mental health crisis before things started going better but it was really like I needed that break like somebody needed to pull this break on me because I was burning up like I would have you know I don't know what would have happened to me if I continued but you know I think it it just it just comes when it when it's supposed to and when we're open for it because you know I knew about astrology and stuff but I really like like it's so funny with second lines who like try to learn something because I tried to learn astrology and it didn't like I didn't resonate properly with it I even tried to listen to like my sibling is incredible with explaining astrology I can't hear it always like like deafness kicks in and I'm like <laughs> so I was really like surprised when human design was I was like wow you know like I'm so interested in this like this is you know like changing everything for me kind of because I could see other people in a new way like I, I suddenly was like oh wow how different they are <laughs> from from me as a projector and like how I used to measure myself towards that so much and how that's completely pointless <laughs> it's a really good thing to learn it's not only pointless it's harmful it's like actually poisonous to to your spirit to your body to to your 
to yourself in every single way, right? Because when we compare ourselves to other people and we try to, and it's so easy for us to play that game as mental projectors, right? Because we have so much openness. We have so much space to take in our environment and the people around us. It's so easy for you to become sort of like an amplified version of the other and you know other people like it because they see themselves in you and you know like and we can get very good at hiding our minds too you know like the the side of us when when we know that oh we're going to get appreciated for just amplifying the energy that's in the room and that's what we that's what we end up doing and that's what like that's that half recognition that we accept in our lives and it becomes our life, right? Whereas, and this was a huge distinction that I realized very quickly in my journey. I was like, oh my God, no wonder people tell me, oh, you're so much like me. And so many different people tell me that. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Like, why do I become like the people around me? And why do I start like dressing like them? And why do I start sometimes even talking like them using the yeah. the the vocabulary that they use and you know like liking the pieces that they like and like everything just everything the music that they like I'm like what is and you know like this is such a shocking thing because when you come face to face with this because all your life you're doing it but you don't quite realize it and then you realize it and it's like the whole world starts falling like apart around you because you're like, who am I? Am I even anyone? <laughs> you know, like no. <laughs> I had such a massive like psychosis breakdown where I was like, I'm a fraud. Like I am an absolute fraud. Like there is nobody on this planet that actually knows who I am because I don't even know who I am and I've never been myself. I just... I just yeah. like the million take on the color of whatever's around me and I amplify it in the moment. I'm like, oh, they're appreciating me, but that's not recognition. Like now that that to me feels disgusting. And I was living with that for good 25, 26 years of my life. Mm-hmm. And no wonder I was sick and no wonder I was going through so many health problems, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Because you're just accepting something that that's poisonous and thinking it's fruit yeah <laughs> that's such a good way to see it or say it yeah I'm just I'm wondering I'm just curious and this came to my mind what was the most shocking thing and again like no <laughs> no price for guessing why I'm talking about shock because I am on the cross of penetration <laughs> right I'm shocking I love shock you know it's just part of me right so what was the most shocking realization that you had that and I know there have been many (laughs) (laughs) that's what that's what shattering is all about right slowly and slowly the not self falls apart but as it's falling apart so does your life and so does the way you look at it so I'm wondering like what were like the few few or one that you can just say that was the most shocking and that that shifted so many things in your life like actually it has to be learning about my channel because I have the genius to freak channel and it's my only channel so 
you know, you can imagine how confusing it is to one day people are like, you're so fucking genius. And then the next they're like, <laughs> kind of like, I no, I don't get what you mean. Like, like, and and then impossible to explain. You know, like impossible to get through the the freak, you know, wall of freak. Sometimes where people are just like, "What are you talking about?" Or <laughs> one time I said that I could feel the energy of someone, and I recognized who it was. But like. I told one of my colleagues and they were like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, I know it sounds weird, but I'm sure I was like this dude on the metro station, you know, like, or whatever, you know, it, it, it was, I've been saying so many freaky things all my life, but in the wrong timing, you know? And I, you know, even meetings, you know, I, I would always have this like, you know, I'd, I'd be listening, blah, 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 blah. And then there is a point where my listening kind of stops. And my inner process, like I kind of hear what they say, but I kind, kind of, I'm just, you know, chewing on my own thing. And then suddenly it's just like, whoa, oh my God, we haven't seen it like this before. Or like now, like I can find, I under, like, I know, <laughs> I know now. <laughs> And then I'm like, you know, in a meeting maybe, or like in a situation where it's like, I have to like, hey, by the way, <laughs> I want to say something, you know, or, or, I, or I would just like throw it out. And it just inside of me, it sounds like, you know, what everyone needs to hear right now. Like we need to get, like, you guys have to see, like, just, just hear me out. You know, like it sounds really crazy, but you know, and then the, this thing comes where, where it's either the right timing or not. And, um, you know, with some people, it's never the right timing because they're not correct for me. And with others, it's like, yeah, and you know, the timing is more often perfect because it, it's someone who's, who, you know, wants to hear it or, you know, the recognition is there. So I've had so many moments where I got bitter because, you know, I really thought that I had something. <laughs> I really thought that, oh my God, like, and inside of me, it just, like, it just sounds like, it sounds so brilliant. And it's so funny because <laughs> I even, you know, like I even hear it in some of Ra's lectures where he does this joke and I kind of get the joke because it's funny and I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of, I can kind of connect it up to why he would say that, you know, with, with having, having that channel and nobody's laughing and he's like, come on, you know, like it wasn't that weird. You know? <laughs> but it is, it's super weird when it's, you know, it's my humor is like, sometimes I say something and people laugh because I have this like extremely funny frequency coming out. And then afterwards, they wonder why they laughed. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm so grateful to know with my channel that it's about the timing. And also that not all of the insights need to, you know, come out. And um, 
in my first reading, I got some really good, uh, a really good analogy for it about um, like having a bag of uh, gems. And if you're throwing them at people, people are going to be like picking them up. Like, is it fake? Like, why are you giving them away so easily? Or what, 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 you know? And, and then rather just waiting for people to ask for them and just being content with being where you're at, having what you have inside of you. And um, it's, it's really something to explore for me with only having that channel. So, yeah. Um, and I think Amy, um, so our teacher, yeah. <laughs> both of our teachers, and uh, you should definitely check them out if you're considering doing the foundational courses. Amy Lee and John Cole, Human Design Collective, they are amazing. They're it, like individually absolutely epic and together even more epic than that, if that was yeah. possible. <laughs> so... Um, if any of you are considering uh, any of the foundational courses, 10 on 10 recommend from me and uh, Mark and speak for herself. <laughs> totally. I I absolutely love learning from them. And uh, they come at it with, you know, such a, you know, such a sweet way of, of sharing the, the knowledge. And, and it's so obvious that they've, just had so much experience as projectors in the system and outside and it's just really you know it's really unique to have teachers who you know can see so much you know it's it's wow. really like they can look at a chart and when they start to synthesize and talk it's like I cannot hear anything else like I'm just zooming into what they're saying and just like oh my gosh <laughs> they are incredible and every class that we have it's like we ended with this was the best class and then we say it every single time yeah <laughs> I know <laughs> that really goes to show the the level of awareness that they have to offer and I love that you said that they just see so much that's so accurate like they really do see so much and I was saying that Amy was the one who I don't know in what class but she mentioned that it's really important for us projectors to be able to be really comfortable with holding our awareness just for ourselves you know yeah. that if nobody wants it that does not mean that it's not valuable or that you can't trust it or that it's wrong or anything of that sort it's for you to enjoy first and foremost it's not for you to attract anyone to invite you for x y and z like that's a consequence of your frequency you don't need to worry about any of that you know then again that's all mental stuff you're going in your mind and trying to create something which is not natural it's 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 never like that it's about being yourself and being really comfortable and feeling really happy with who you are and the kind of awareness that you are. And that if even if nobody wanted any of it all your life, then when you die, it'd be okay, you know, because you saw it. Because you yeah. could see all of these things and you know them to be true, right? At least from your perspective. So I really, really that that touched me and that stayed with me. And it and and sometimes when I'm in positions when as a projector and as a mental projector, I can read my environment. 
I can read people and I am quick, you know, like I think it's something for us mental projectors to really own because we are really open for a reason. We're here to be out of authority for a reason. We're designed for it. And, you know, we are super perceptive and I can walk into a room and really pick up on so many things and feel the urge to tell people like X, Y, and Z and like, la, 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 la. And it's like, they're not ready for that, Pragya. Like, (laughs) it's not for you to share. It's not for you to like disrupt people's process. You know, that's not what awareness is for. Awareness is not to disrupt anybody's process. It's to guide them if they want to be guided. And awareness is there for you to enjoy because you are you are built for that. You know, that's what you're designed for. So mm-hmm. it's such a hard thing for us to, to learn. But when you learn it, yeah. things change. You know, totally. things really change. When, you st- when I started enjoying what I see just for me, everything shifted for me, you know, everything. I, and, and the first thing that I started to decondition was like my undefined ego, right? And I mean, not to say that it's deconditioned, like there is a lot of, (laughs) there is a lot of shit in there. (laughs) But, you know, that was the first time that I was like, oh, I don't need to prove that that I understand. I don't need to prove that I can see what others can't see. I can just sit with it. And that's enough. That's so beautiful. (laughs) Projector process, man. It's such a wonderful, such a wonderful process. And uh, it's really like heartwarming to see other people in the process with you. And being honest is, as they are, I feel like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I feel like there's a lot more honesty coming up now about people's processes. Like when I joined hum, like Instagram human design community and like I was there two, two and a half years ago, people were, everyone was just trying to be perfect and was <laughs> trying to pretend to to be in their design when actually they just had the information and some didn't even have that let's be honest there was a lot of shit on there that was completely inaccurate but now I really feel like there's so many projectors that I'm connected with that are so honest about being in their process and it's such a wonderful like heartwarming thing to observe because now the conversation isn't about like I'm perfect and I'm successful and look at me and this is what I have to offer the conversations about oh I transferred and this is what happened and then my mind did this and that's such a different conversation to have right yeah I mean it was really scary as well to post the other day like hey I've been working today and like over half of it was transference and it really sucked (laughs) but you know I couldn't change that but it gave me a lot more awareness for the next days because I could really like notice it really fast and just see it. I mean, it's it's not much to do for me with with innocence, transference there. It just feels like I don't care at all. Like it's really mm. weird. And 
I really care for these kids that I work with. But in transference, it's like very distant. Like I I don't have patience, compassion, understanding is way away. Like it's really difficult. And you know, it's it's really important to be honest about these things because um yeah it's you know it's part of living your life and living your life as yourself you got to be honest with other people around you and yourself and in, in particular and a lot of us come from our not self lives of having to feel like we had to lie you know about things and you know I, I when I had my mental health crisis I one of the things that came up for me was like my whole life is a lie like what the fuck like I I'm not happy all the time I you know I scrolled down my Instagram and I was like what is who is this you know like what <laughs> so I had this like really big crisis of like you know and and yeah just just seeing myself for the first time like honestly I couldn't look myself in the mirror without freaking out in the past like I felt like it was actually really weird to look at, at myself in the mirror and that really <clears throat> that's really sad first of all I don't feel like like that way anymore luckily um but you know the the not self can be so demanding and so I mean not not self still is really what to say really clever <laughs> especially when the mind knows human sign <laughs> it gets worse <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah you know I it, I don't know if this is and this is pretty much the case for everybody, actually. We do know we live in a not-self world, right? Where everything is run by the calculation, by the measurement of the mind, the mind that 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 uses all of its openness and what it takes from the openness and distorts it and amplifies it. And then it tries to strategize and tries to make the best possible decision to, to have a good life and as a result we end up we all end up in a place where we cannot recognize ourselves because we are not our minds our mind is a part of us but we're not our mind it is not the mind's life it's the body's life right and the body gets really ignored and nobody nobody really wants you to come into your body because if you were inside your body and feeling it you wouldn't do half the shit that you do you wouldn't participate in half the shit that you do. You would, you really wouldn't, because that's not what it's about. That's not what we're here for. We're not here to, I mean, run behind things just because that's what everyone else is doing. We're all here to be on our own individual path and to really see what is happening on that path. The seeing is the important, important bit. You know, the doing is what happens and I talk about this often on my Instagram as well the non-doing doing you know because that's what if you don't get this you don't get human design that's what it is about it's not about forcing anything it's all going to happen on its own 
you know, the body moves, the magnetic monopole drives, like it's happening, right? It's all set out for you. All you have to do is watch it so you can actually like enjoy it. So you can actually see the nuance of it. So, see, so you can see all of the colors, like the blacks and the browns, but the reds and the yellows and all of the little like tones underneath it and all the little like, like differentiation. So you can see differentiation and you can rejoice in it, right? But, but we live in a world that obviously doesn't teach us that, that obviously takes us very away from that. So I really resonate with, not being able to look at yourself in the mirror or when you look at yourself in the mirror feeling like who is this like mm -hmm. and especially for me it was like am I even a person you know because I have nothing like us mental projectors we don't have anything like really solid like in in terms of like we don't have consistent emotion you know we we don't we don't have all of that stuff within us it comes and it goes but when I went through my crisis and breakdown, I completely isolated myself because I had full psychosis of like, who am I? Am I even real? I'm such a fraud. And when that happened and I isolated myself, it was the first time I think that I experienced just me, which was a, like empty, but the mind was really active. And of course, when we're not self, it's pointed inwards, which is not what it's here for anyway, right? Uh, we mental projectors have strong minds, but they're not here for us. They're here for the other. But when you're not self, it's all like, imagine all of all of this. And you know what I'm talking about. All of this intensity yeah. that we have up here is just, it's just projected inwards. And inaccurate, like it is the most inaccurate way you can look at yourself yeah and that's the world that we all live in and so it's just it's it's a when you come into human design and you learn all of this and you understand all of this at some point of time you know like it, it falls and like it shatters and it shatters and it shatters and then some breakthrough happens, right? Where you're able to connect to your body. So I'm very curious about when was like, can you recall the time when you kind of like had this breakthrough moment of, oh, I, I like, or maybe like, I just saw my authority or like, or like, I, I, I felt like I was in my body. And I know you're like, you're into sports, you do jujitsu. So I guess, you have some sense of being in in your body when you're playing the sport but mm -hmm. how was it like when you discovered it outside of the sport wow that's a really good question um yeah well <laughs> first of all um when i used to work as an electrician i was in my mind like i trying to go into my body was painful because it was so tired like I was so exhausted in my body that going down into like or just feeling into like my breathing even like anything body related was just like Ooh, you know <laughs> like no I can't like you know I can't feel it like so so I felt really mental like for such a long time but I also noticed that when I was training jujitsu 
I couldn't stay here like because I would just mess up like I wasn't present I was just thinking about the past future whatever like you don't know or trying to figure out what the other person would do or I would always just not, or think like is someone looking you know or you know am I doing like am, am I proving myself now properly or something you know so so there was these moments in jiu-jitsu where I could really connect to the moment and be really present in my body and uh so that's that's like the beginning of of me uh feeling into that but also being in an environment with so much energy also made it quite difficult to really get what was even going on there and knowing when enough was enough was almost impossible like I would roll so many rounds and people would be like wow like how can you do that like no I just don't feel tired but my body was like you know like please stop so so you know when when human design came to my life I was really mental for a long time um but you know with the with the sounding board you know when I when I heard about authority I was a bit like that makes sense (laughs) I have been talking to people and then I've been doing the exact opposite of what I've been saying you know like (laughs) that's why it goes wrong okay (laughs) because I I would notice like that I would come to this like oh I have to cancel or like oh I cannot go to that you know on that trip after all or I have to end that relationship or you know at some point I would be forced to take a choice of uh, you know like I would talk about it and then the time came and then I would feel like my body wouldn't want to do it and then most of the times I pushed through anyways so it's safe to say that like I didn't know how anything functioned in a sense of listening to the body I heard it so many times so many times listen to your body listen to your body and I had also experienced working working uh, on a building site in a position that I was bringing myself out of as some kind of leader position and I went on holiday and I came back and my body wouldn't go to work I was sitting there and crying like I just had to send them a message like I, I'm not coming today because my body just no <laughs> and then you know the uh, it was just not happening and and that's the moments where I've, I've been like you know in the past like you know at the very end my body just shuts down so coming back to finding uh, human design having a mental health crisis eventually getting you know out of that and into uh into better health um you know I was I was still not talking so much to so many or I would talk but it would be very mindy and I would just be in this mind space of what I think and I wouldn't really get through things and I would always also soundboard with the wrong people in the wrong timing so like I was really off you know like and somebody said to me just just don't initiate 
for two weeks like just try like don't even mentally initiate because that's also a thing that I've done so much in the past like just like (laughs) mentally like thinking and wishing and wanting and all you know and trying to make things happen through like my mind and that's also a waste of time and energy um but I I really started to notice um that sometimes sometimes I just had this feeling in my body that things weren't gonna happen like this is something that I've experienced a lot in my life that I would just look forward to a trip but I couldn't even picture it like I couldn't even feel in my, like there was ev- like there was nothing in my awareness that were that was ready for that or click you know like I couldn't you know it was very it's a very strange experience to me and and I also had this recently where I was going to get tattooed and I had you know initiated it and <laughs> and I you know booked the session and then suddenly I was like holy shit it's next week and I just was like, oh no. And you know, I soundboard and I was like, not really even thinking that I would cancel it, but I just said it like, doesn't seem that I'm getting tattooed next week, right? I don't want to even. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> what? But then I came to this like really intensely weird feeling of like, I just can't see myself going there. Like I just, it just, I don't know what I'm gonna do that day you know other than that like I I have this day available but I just you know I just didn't connect to it through my body or you know something was in my awareness was just like no so it's kind of a thing where it gets confirmed through talking to different people that's sometimes how it is for me that I kind of know that I said yes I shouldn't have said yes or I said no and now it's a yes or something and the opportunities just happen to to present themselves to talk about it and I feel very much connected to my body when when the clarity hits and I can just kind of feel you know, sometimes I can feel it in my throat. <laughs> it's really weird. I talked to you about this. Like sometimes it's it's very like tense. My body's really tense and weird when I when I say, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go to like I'm gonna say yes or da da da. Right. You know, and then I talk about not doing it, and then it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> please don't do it. You know, <laughs> my body's like just just giving me these subtle hints and um it's getting easier in a way to to notice it and also through trusting it many times it's it's just getting to a point where I don't want to not trust it because well that happens sometimes too and that's okay and uh, experiences after that aren't always pleasant but it's a really good lesson sometimes to just oh 
you know and it's so funny because it's always my mind coming in and like you should have listened to that little hint <laughs> at that time or like you were you didn't really want to go to that place right but you like convinced yourself that you would yeah that little fucker this little fucker convinced you to go there in the first place and now that you paid it's like yeah you shouldn't have gone this is this is <laughs> mine and, yeah the mind um and there's there's gosh you said so many things that i i want to talk about more there the first thing that i really want to talk about that i am also quite in agreement with is having the right soundboard is so important and also the right timing i think cuz you can't be too fatigued like that's what i find with myself as a fourth line like you know there's this like oh you have to soundboard with a lot of people but if i am people fatigued already it's no use yeah it's not happening right that's number one and secondly for me this is my personal experience the soundboard has to be someone who is capable of receiving what i have to say and now this is getting more and more difficult right and i don't know if you find this as well but it's almost like de- design is my language now right i speak design i live design i see design it's just sort of become it's just sort of become the lens through which i see life and and you and i both know just how much time it really takes for you to grasp it and it's not just about mentally grasping it it's being able to see it in your body and then for us projectors being able to see it around us right and to be able to learn through that so it's quite a lengthy process now people that i could soundboard with a year back i can no longer soundboard with because they cannot receive what i have to say because i have to explain every little thing to them and then it, i just lose it just the soundboarding process becomes something else right and it's not helpful and so having the right soundboard in in the sense of they should be able to like keep up with you because i don't want just like a wall who's <laughs> i want to talk to my wall then <laughs> you know what i mean i yeah. want someone who's capable of receiving what i have to say and yeah you don't have to add anything if you don't feel like it you know there's no with me like there's never any pressure of you have to say something or you have to ask me a question i mean i'm i'm three parts right like everything about my life is so existential at this point like there is and you know this like there is no plan for anything i just show up and whatever happens happens kind of thing and it's the same with soundboarding so i have found that i am now becoming more and more selective about the people that i soundboard with and it's more about quality soundboarding rather than quantity soundboarding and i'm curious what what your process has been like or if you're noticing similar things or anything different Well yeah um i mean first of all it's so funny to listen to us mental projectors process because we can ask ourselves a question and then answer it afterwards like <laughs> we're totally just oh i'm wondering if i'm going to do this and da, da, da. and then it's like but yeah because actually this and then that and then it kind of you know the process is you know 
the process is is we're kind of uh what's the word we're kind of um autonomous kind of like we kind of can do it on our own of course but it's something it's it's not possible to just you know for me it's not possible to just talk to nature or talk to the wall or like it's it's really about the other person's aura and um and the other person's you know like feeling that I'm talking to someone like it's it doesn't like I love to to just send sometimes voice messages right because then I also feel like there's space enough for me to go back and forward because sometimes I feel like you know I sign I sound so uncertain and you know like <laughs> do you <laughs> do you even, like how on earth will this land you know <laughs> in clarity um but it's also something to have someone's attention at you and who are like you know I think Amy said this to us sometime someone who's just fully present for you and can listen to everything like you who are like just prepared to just okay uh or as maybe I think John Martin said this one's just holding this bucket <laughs> because we just want to just have to get it all out first and then we can love kind that of, <laughs> we can kind of piece together what we have and I really noticed that I don't really like to soundboard with people who take all of my words as like the solid fact of what I'm going to do because it changes. It changes in the next conversation. It changes in the next conversation. And suddenly I don't want to do that anymore. And they, some, some people can kind of get like a little, like, I guess it's similar to the emotional process that it kind of, things change so much that next time you talk they're like on a whole different page even a different book and and it's very like it's really important for you know with people to like you know not bring up stuff from my past where oh but you know you said this or you said that and and I feel like that's 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 very limiting for me but I absolutely love soundboarding with you know the right people who just are there for me and sometimes questions come up sometimes just a reflection back of kind of what I've been talking about so that I can hear it again and feel it land or not you know and and then maybe there is like a push to explain something new and then something else gets uncovered and it's just a really sweet process that sometimes you know I feel like it takes a lot of time obviously (laughs) but it's it's really you know when I when I try to soundboard with people I have some friends that I, I soundboard with that don't know so much about my process and design in general and um you know it's sometimes hard to talk to them because I feel like if I can't say it's an invitation or you know like like how my body reacts when I talk like when I can't really or even talk about my motivation or you know even touch cognition uh when I can't use those that language in a way 
I have to explain it differently. And then it feels more of a questionable thing or like they don't really get why I pay attention to those details or like they get confused maybe that you know why you know yeah it's 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 kind of it's kind of strange um yeah it's almost like I'm holding something away like I'm I'm hiding something when I cannot say that I'm a projector and I got an invitation and like someone invited me to to you know to go work with them and and they're a bit like invitation like didn't they just ask you or you know like they get confused with the language even in that way and and that's just that's a beautiful thing in itself that they just don't necessarily need design or it's not for them but it it gets a little bit hard when my authority or our authority is so specifically you know they they don't have to come with advice afterwards but some people who don't understand design it's very hard for them to understand that i don't need the advice so and there's always like there's always like sorry to interrupt you but there's always like this fixing thing that i experience where it's like oh, you have all of these confusions and at the end of this conversation, there has to be a conclusion. Whereas for us mental projectors, it's like, no. I'm not reaching any conclusions in this conversation uh, or in the next 10 conversations. <laughs> I'm just talking because I'm talking and we'll see where this goes, right? And yeah. there's so many times, and I think we spoke about this at some point where it's like, I started soundboarding with you about one specific decision, but like throughout the conversation we went back and forth and you ended up making a decision about something else entirely and we're like oh <laughs> we didn't we didn't even know we were gonna end up here totally sometimes it just just whoa <laughs> someone asked like oh by the way like you know like how is this or that and then it just whoa, floods out um it's really funny it's a really fascinating fascinating authority that we have here and I feel like still and again it like similarly to you when I heard this I wasn't surprised you know like I was like yeah I talk when I have to make decisions I talk and I talk with different people and this was something that I was doing naturally anyway you know or when when I wanted to externalize it was it was something that I was I was doing anyway. But when I started to get into the process and do it more and do it more with the right people, I started to learn just how, just how like our authority is not something solid that you can grasp like this and touch. And, and again, it's going to be different for different people and how they experience it. And personally, I have been really, really fascinated with cognition. And I know we've spoken about this before, but I, I definitely wanted to bring it up because in my experience of living my design and living as myself, and ever since I've gotten into design, I have been very radical and I live my life very radically. I am a projector. I live my life like a projector and I make my decisions with my authority, no questions asked. And as I've done this, I have realized through my experience and I was just thinking to myself like, okay, great. I soundboard about the big decisions, right? 
I, I like what, what, what work I'm going to do and who I'm going to be friends with or who my partner is going to be or where I'm going to live, blah, 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 or like all of those bigger decisions. I do soundboard, right? But what am I doing to make everyday decisions? And I started asking myself this. And at first it was like, oh, I'm just listening to my body. But what am I listening to in my body? You know? And as my studies got deeper and deeper and I started understanding more and more, I came upon cognition and it was like a light went through my system of being like, this makes sense. You know, that's like, it's like my channel of understanding being like, okay, you know, I have been running around everywhere, listening to everyone, observing everything in my life. And, you know, like there's something that I was coming to that, that, that I needed to understand. And this is it. This is how I make my everyday decisions. And mine is inner vision. And as soon as I realized I was making my decisions with inner vision, it's like, I cannot explain to you the experience that I've had with it because, and, and the way that I realized this was, I, I decide how I eat with my inner vision, basically. So I always have this experience of like, if somebody asks me, what do you want to eat? Or, you know, like it's time to eat, I'm hungry or whatever. And I just naturally, very naturally lower my gaze. And a few things just start coming in front of my eyes. And immediately I know that this is what I want in this. And I have been doing this all my life, by the way, not knowing that this was inner vision. So this is where it started. Then I started observing it everywhere. I so um I I lift weights, right? I do a bit of power lifting, a bit of CrossFit. I started to see when I was in my CrossFit class or or lifting that if I could visualize myself lifting before I was doing it, I would land it. But if I couldn't see it, you know, on the inside, you know, it would never happen. Even if I had, like, it would just never happen. And then slowly and slowly, I started to realize that every little thing that I'm doing, I'm doing using inner vision. And so in my head, I started going down this rabbit hole of, is cognition the ultimate authority? But Ra introduced authority because for us to have access to cognition, you first need to have a decent amount of deconditioning, right? You first need to first need to get all the shit that you have accumulated within you and get it out. And you have to sort of like kind of take the power away from the mind in a big way before you can even begin to observe all of this. Because the funny thing is, it wasn't like it wasn't happening. It was happening. I just couldn't see it. For me to see it, for me to be aware of it, a certain amount of deconditioning had to happen. And again, this is an area that I am going to do extensive research in because this is what I, this is this is what my experience, my living, my design is sort of showing me. This is this is what I'm looking at, and my wanting view and my guilt motivation is in it because. If we can get more and more people to really be in touch with their cognition, that's direct connection with your body. You know, yep. the personality is out. The mind is out, right? That's 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 not 
we're not going through the mind to the body. When we get access to our cognition, we have access to our body and its intelligence, its deep intelligence. And I'm just so fascinated by this. And I'm so curious to hear uh, about your experience with your cognition. And if you have experienced things like this, or or do you do you sort of tend to like is is this is this something that you see as well? Oh, totally. Uh, totally. Um, well, I have touch cognition and, uh, touch cognition is, um, is really freaky. <laughs> it's really future feeling. It's as right as, as it gets. <laughs> yeah. It's number six. <laughs> as brave as it gets. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I've noticed a lot of transformation for me since, you know, following strategy and authority and then realizing, you know, you, you cannot just, you know, you cannot, you're not going to be invited to go shopping for your own food, for example, <laughs> like you gotta, or, or, you know, what, what to buy in the, in the, um, you know, I, I love the experience of going shopping with markets environment. <laughs> um, and I love how touch cognition feels supportive to me in this situation where I can touch the products. I'm always the person to touch everything in a shop, you know, unless I don't really want to touch it at all. <laughs> but it's really like, it's really something to, to you know hold something and feel like this no <laughs> I don't want this or just to hold something and my body won't let go like okay I guess <laughs> I guess you're, I guess you're coming <laughs> you know even if it's you know an, a carrot or you know a jumper or whatever it is in in any shop it's it's really interesting to me to experience touching things and becoming quite fussy about how the touch how I want to feel something touch me in order for me to uh you know want to include it in my life and this also goes to people which is another interesting thing that I've experienced um I mean we've had COVID nobody's you know been close to anyone but now we're had shaking hands again and it's you know I've had the experience twice where I shook someone's hand and it was the most horrifying feeling I ever felt like it felt like it could, I I touched someone's hand and I could feel the handshake inside my hand afterwards I couldn't like I couldn't get it off <laughs> and it was a frequency in my hand that I felt like oh my god what's going on with this person like I mean it felt like an intense health crisis or something but you know this handshake was so like you know trying to wash my hand even because it didn't go away and I can still kind of feel it today like when I think into this <laughs> like whoa um and it's happened again um not so long ago 
where I was like, it's, it's so freaky because I can touch someone's like, I can shake hands with someone and it's like, so comfortable. It's like, oh, I want to hug them even more. Like, it's like, come here. <laughs> and, uh, and then there's the opposite side of this experience where I touch someone and I wish so badly that I didn't because the experience is still in my hand today. And, you know, it's, it's really like, okay, um, you know, like this, this person might not be for me or, you know, like someone uh, pointed out that I might, you know, amplify, you know, I, fourth line body as well, like amplifying their health through all my, you know, open centers and, and all of that. So, so it's, it's really like, it's more than maybe just touch cognition in th those cases, but I, I really become quite, fussy with you know the fabric with that you know you know I can touch the plant and be like oh gosh you need water or you know like I'm really like touchy with my plants and it it's sometimes you know it or even shopping for plants it's like you know I I might see you know like I have outer vision in my environment so I might see a plant and like be whoa go to it and be like oh you're coming with me uh, <laughs> but it's it's really interesting to to have this intense sensitivity that it is uh with touch and I feel like sometimes it goes beyond that like being able to touch something physically here and now I can feel like I'm in touch with a person or not through the internet like even experience that you know someone's gonna contact me or like oh I haven't seen that person in such a long time and I wonder how they're doing and suddenly they're writing to me uh, something or you know it's just this awareness that comes in and then I'm like or or I can really like you know like communicate I feel like sometimes I can communicate with the with my uh, my wonderful projector friend with feelings cognition we're like we were in each other's awareness today like let's 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 chat or something it's you know, it's really fascinating that's actually not unheard of I have had similar conversations with other people that have like turned four five or six so mm -hmm. anything facing right, yeah. they, they come in each other's awareness and it is very easy to be like almost sensed into the other person's energy. Like I have, and it's so funny you bring this up. I have so many things I want to say. Oh my God. <laughs> so first thing that I want to say before I even get into that is my mom, my emotional projector mom is markets environment touch cognition. She is so particular about the kind of fabric she's around. She washes it in a very specific way so that it feels like exactly like that on her skin. And on the day that it gets washed wrong, she can't sleep. So it's actually really that intense. And also she's so cool. So I like online shopping because I don't have the energy to like, go and do things and be in aura with people like that's not my thing I don't want to be around people at all 
<laughs> my second life personality is like we're not doing this and my body is like we're not so I'm on like the app or whatever and looking at things and I take it to her and she looks at the picture of it and she's like this fabric isn't good I'm like how wow. do you know how do you know this she's like this is not going to feel good and sometimes I have I have gone against her like <laughs> guidance and it is, I received the item like, oh my God, I don't want to wear this. And she's like, I told you, I just know. <laughs> I just get it. So that is something like I've noticed with my mom as well, where she is, she, the same thing, like so many examples that you gave, which just made me like think about my mom because she does that. And again, she's a not self projector. So it's not like your cognition isn't there when you're not self-projector your body is still doing what it's doing and that's very interesting that's very interesting to to watch and to witness because yeah your personality can come in and it can confuse you and your mind can come in and it can say all of these things and maybe you end up doing something different from your body but when you're not in your mind you are still living your like your body is still living its life and I I find that like really fascinating and really cool to watch because this is where no choice comes in right oh so yeah we don't have a choice you think we have a strategy and authority so we're making choices we're not making choices we're just i mean a mind can like have something to do as the choice gets made you know yeah. <laughs> that that's yeah. kind of, that's kind of how i how i see it and again, like I have gone down a whole different tangent from cognition. <laughs> from cognition. Yeah, but I love that. And in in yeah, it's 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 such a good point that we we get to kind of <laughs> it feels like <laughs> when we have a strategy and authority, it's like we get a sneak peek on what's <laughs> gonna happen. <laughs> like it's almost like you know you don't choose that you like certain colors or not or that this or that resonates with you or not or you know what you actually let in as a second line I didn't choose to resonate so much with the human design system it just is it's just it's changed my entire life and it's just something that I have no control over and it's it's like I can trick myself with my mind to think that I have a choice there but it's it's really just laid out there as you said like it's it's oh it's there and you can choose to resist it or not and yeah I mean the kind of image that comes to my mind is like when we are not self and the mind is sort of like trying to maneuver the way and drive the car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it, it feels like, you know, like that feeling of like scratching walls, like when someone's like pulling you or like pushing you against your wish and you're just like, and, and your nails are sort of like digging into the wall. That's mm -hmm. kind of what the not self life is like. Cause it's, it's happening you're still going where you're going I mean my mind couldn't have never imagined this 
what I'm doing with my time, what I'm doing with my life, like the way I live it, like my mind could have never brought me to this place, even it's in even in even in its wildest of dreams, right? I'm here. And yep. earlier in my life, when I used to go through experiences or I used to go through things. And I would try to force my mind to create a certain situation or to change the way things were happening, you know, to change the absolutes. It felt like I was dragging my nails across the wall and like, just like torturing myself along the way. Whereas now I still don't know where I'm going and the flow is taking me and my the magnetic monopole is leading the way my body is relaxed about it like we're going and my mind is now relaxed about it so it feels like i'm on that float that the floating i don't know what you call it you know what i mean like when you're on a lazy river and yeah. you're sitting on the floaty and it's like oh a palm tree oh yeah <laughs> we don't have motors so it's going to be a floaty <laughs> Well, <laughs> it has to be you know we're we're not about that <laughs> i'm not rowing anything <laughs> I, i'm not doing any of that i'm <laughs> floaty and i'm just watching life happen and you know it's such a beautiful place to finally find myself in because at one point of time i had hurt myself so much that i never thought that life would be different and it's so funny because all it takes is a few years and it's a complete shift. I could not have been happier. Happy is not even a word. Like it's not, you know, it's not that. It's like I could not be more relaxed. I could not be more comfortable. I could not. And even when, and this is not to say that when you're living as yourself, things don't go wrong or bad things don't happen. Like, but there is a sense of, comfort even yeah. in all of that because and especially with human design you can just zoom out so much like when I'm having a hard day I put on a lecture of cosmology and I'm like none of this shit matters yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 been such a blessing is all I can say to have come across a body of knowledge like this and to have learned so much about myself and about others and the world and the way that it operates. And I have so much grace for myself. I have so much grace for others. Mm. I just eat better, sleep better, breathe better. I mean, you know, that's what design has given me. And this is not to say that it doesn't challenge me every day because the mind is still the mind. But yeah, oh man, like what a gift what a gift yeah and I mean what comes to to me in my awareness as you say that is our signature of success like you know when you experience that deep recognition and success like to me that's one of the most healing frequencies of experience that I can ever imagine like it's it's almost like it melts away a little bit of an old bitterness each time (laughs) yeah I know what you mean I really know what you mean and there is this radiance that you begin to notice within yourself every single day like 
I really, I really feel that within myself, like my light grow brighter and brighter and all of the heavy stuff and all of the, all of the stuff that, that I've been through that, that I wouldn't wish upon anyone, you know, it just starts to dissipate and even that, even in that, I can find a lot of beauty and a lot of understand, a lot of understanding, a lot of understanding. I don't think I I could see the world that I see it now without those experiences as well. So, yeah, and and I I was thinking about success the other day because I was experiencing a little bit of success <laughs> of myself, and you know what came to me is like, do I have a lot of money? No. Do I have a partner that I really, really wish to have? No. <laughs> Do I have a secure job? No. Like, you know, like not nothing. You know, everything yeah. that, that you think that you should have and that that is going to... And not to say that it doesn't, right? The right people, the right job, the right career. Like right. all of that stuff is, is good. But I felt really successful in myself. And I was wondering like, oh this is success it's about being truly finally being seen for who you are and it's not, it's like there's no pretense to it like I don't have to be I don't have to pretend to be more than I am you know and and sometimes I really struggle with that with my channel as well because I have understanding and understanding is a process that that goes on forever you know like there is no end to understanding it's it grows and sometimes I look back at what I was saying two months ago and I'm like, <laughs> like you know, what, what, changed? <laughs> yeah, what is that? Like, I don't resonate with that anymore, but like, I really even, even, and then sometimes I consider like deleting all of my older posts, but like I was thinking about it and I reached this place where like, this, this is watching myself like grow into my success. And again, it's nothing to do with, money or what I have or anything it's just I'm doing with my with my life what I'm here to do and yeah. I am interacting with people that respect me and see me for me and even if I have nothing else like if I die today like I would be such a happy happy <laughs> crystal <laughs> yeah. you know it, it, yeah. and success is it's so funny because like even now I see this a lot on Instagram where it's like oh but like success means that like I have this xyz business and I make I think I saw it on Facebook I'm making xyz money but I initiated this so like I'm still successful and I was like are you no <laughs> yeah well, yeah no <laughs> maybe you know maybe a lot of successful moments happened to make it happen but I mean I don't necessarily you know we don't need so much money we don't need to you know you know like I see some people charge for sessions insane amounts of money and that's you know how I wonder how it feels like you know I have a wide open ego so I don't know I don't like this this topic is so <laughs> over my head <laughs> but it's I wonder how it feels like to to you know just you know be yourself and show up for a session and then you know 
charge someone so that they, you know, maybe they don't have money for the dentist that month or, you know, like stuff like this. That to me, it's, it's really interesting. Like, do you feel more successful with more money? I, I don't like in my experience, it can be, you know, it's, it's just so beautiful when I get to experience a moment of success. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> I think I told someone about design some one day and she gave me a chewing gum and I was so happy <laughs> because I was like, she was like, I don't have anything else to give you, but I really want to. <laughs> and I was like, oh like I felt like so glowing it's hilarious because I don't know if I would feel the same way if she was like you know what I'm gonna send you like so much money or you know like you gotta you know I gotta invite you to tell this to all my friends or you know whatever it is like it's just so funny that it can be <laughs> that is the cutest <laughs> thing I have heard all day <laughs> I mean if anybody is listening please give me a chewing gum. <laughs> like, that's so cute. It doesn't have to be much. It just has to, you know, it it, ha- it feels like to me, it's more and more that it's like, it just feels like a successful interaction. It doesn't have to be, you know, like it doesn't have to be that, like I don't have to have my my whole calendar booked, I, you know, like, but the, like the time I have with other people where we you know we have such a beautiful session together and it's enough you know it's it's so fulfilling to me to to get to work with with human design or just to you know it's so funny that I started talking about earlier that I didn't know how to guide or I didn't know guidance or whatever in in the past and and knowing that it's just not something that I need to learn it's just something that happens and it's it's I mean it's in a way quite easy and it's you're it's too poor. <laughs> and you're too poor like <laughs> too poor can never explain how how they do what they do they just do it it's in them yeah. you know yeah yeah well I absolutely 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 adored this conversation with you and I know that we can go on but I want to be like mindful and know like it's fine we can we can have another um, like conversation at another time and you know we can we can rest our throats and we can kind of stop where it's a good place to <laughs> to stop yeah. right I love when people say like oh I feel complete you know like I yeah, yeah. it's such a beautiful way to end things I mean, I know that you and I, get, we have barely even scratched the surface of <laughs> what we want to talk about and what's in there and what's going on and all of that. So it would be such a pleasure to have you on another time and then another time <laughs> whenever <laughs> it's good for you and you're ready for it. But oh, yeah, I think so today it feels so complete and I honestly enjoyed it so much this is exactly what I wanted this podcast to be I didn't want it I, I don't care about creating a big fuss about anything I told you this even when I was soundboarding about it like I just want to have fun conversations with my friends yes <laughs> that's it <laughs> so 
thank you, Mar, for giving me your time and attention and all of your lovely wisdom. I I enjoyed it so much. This was so wonderful. Thank you. <laughs>